Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Reggae Lover Podcast. Khalil Wanda in the building. What up, people? It's Agard. Yo, shouts out to YouTube and Nice Up Radio and all the podcast listeners out there, you know? Yeah, man. And big up to everybody listening on all digital streaming platforms. For real, for real. It's another Reggae Lover podcast. This week, we are going to be doing a mailbag episode, kind of a wrap-up episode. We're going to go through and react live to some of the comments that we have gotten recently. Um, and some that we got, you know, a little bit ago as well that I thought it would be good to include here. Um, so that's going to be really fun, really interesting. Before we dive into that, though, um, definitely want to talk a little bit about the first week sales performance and chart performance of the albums that we just reviewed on last episode, um, specifically more so the Coffee and the Shensei albums. Um, wasn't really able to find a lot of information about Bling Dog Elevate, which was released a little bit ago on February. in February. Let's start with Alpha. Shensia's Alpha debuted May on March 11th and moved 845 units in pure album sales in its first week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like every time we say something like that, we have to define what's pure album sales, but we'll just we'll just assume that that means you know, people bought full albums, uh, digital downloads. So that would include that plus any physical copies sold, right? Sure, yeah. So so it says Alpha's total consumption from sales and streaming in the United States was 4,900 units during its first week of release. Okay. So that's sales and streaming, and that includes the 800 copies in pure album sales. So that actually, um, let's hop over to what Coffee did for comparison's sake. So Coffee's gifted album, released later in March, I think on the 25th, 3,500 equivalent album units were moved in the first week. Okay. And it says there were 700 in pure album sales and 700 copies in digital songs. So what does that what does that mean? Thirty five hundred for coffee and coffee had about fourteen hundred less than Shensia in the first week. If we're comparing apples to apples. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just taking a look, you know, comparing this to some of the twenty twenty one releases, some of the projects we didn't talk about and some we did. But um, Alkaline's top prize had uh, 1,527 units in the first week. Spice's album 10 had 676 albums in the first week. Vibes Cartel's Born for This Prelude, 605 units. And Skilly Bang's Crocodile Teeth, 123 units. Okay. 
So these are like the top dancehall acts for the last year. Um, you know, only a couple of them cracked 2000. Uh, well, this year it's a coffee and, and alpha from Shensia did crack 2000. No. Yes. A pure album sales man talk. So that means that the top prize from alkaline actually did the best. Is it? How much was that? 1527 pure album sales in the first week. So Alkaline comes out on top with Shensia at 800 next and Coffee at 700 next. And then Spice at 667 and Vibes Cartel following that at 605. So, you know, really not very respectable numbers for anyone. <laughs> but um, I mean, how you feel about that? Well, I'm baffled because, um, so Coffee has a Grammy. She has a platinum signal, single. And, uh, oh, yeah? Toast, toast is platinum? Uh, well, what, whatever. I toast. thought it was gold. Okay, so a gold single. Yeah, it's, it's gold in the UK. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know what to say. Right. I, I, so, don't, I don't know. I don't know who has the answers. You know, I really don't. Yeah. Um, so remember, we had the episode talking about what reggae artists could do now to make money. Mm-hmm. So what uh, and one of the suggestions we had was for people to do an alternate version of certain songs, remixes and stuff like that. So um, I did notice that there was an acoustic version of one of Shensia's songs that she put out. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's helped her overall like chart performance and stuff like that. And um, in terms of Coffee's Camp, what they did that was very creative was they released a deluxe album, of a deluxe version of her album. And this deluxe album features 18 songs instead of just the 10 that the regular version of the album included. So what they did is they included... Toast included the single W with Gunna, and they included Rapture, which was um, from her, you know, Rapture and Toast from her EP that won the Grammy had already sold gold. Toast already sold gold, and the other two songs already sold platinum. Now they bundled these singles in with the album and put it out as a deluxe. So what that does it doesn't impact the numbers that we just covered, which is the pure album sales in the first week. But overall, if you look at the statistics for the album, Gifted, it now is going to be counted at well over 200,000 sales because it's including all the previous sales going all the way back to 2019. So, you know, people saw this and some people... Oh, there were various reactions, and it led to some debates on social media. Okay, now in my opinion, this is exactly what people need to be doing: is figuring out crafty, clever ways of packaging, of placement, and of marketing. That's to me, that's smart business practices. You know what I'm saying? Like this is chess and not checkers. So now, people that have never heard of her may discover. And see these accolades like, oh, she sold that many. Let me check it out. You understand? So it may lead to her getting other opportunities in the future. And just in terms of the life of the artist, she really debuted with these songs in 2019. 
now a couple years later, her actual debut, actual album, you know what I mean? And including that, it just have it, it just adds to the um to the weight. It just bolsters her resume, if if you ask me. And um, you know, it just really adds to the success story of the artist. Yeah, when I first heard these statistics, you know, basically, you know, on par with a quarter of a million in the first week, I didn't know the backstory um to it. So for me as a, a fan, I think I was um Let's just put it. I thought somebody had cracked the code. You know what I mean? Uh. And I get what you're saying about, you know, craftiness and cunning. Yeah, that's that's cool. Um, however, it's 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 weird because I don't know for for her it's good, but I don't know how much it helps the genre itself. You know what I mean? Because it, it like uh, my my concern is not with coffee's popularity. Coffee's good. She has her, um, you know, she has her, her promotions. She has uh, what are you, sponsorship? Excuse me. Um, she has a Grammy in the bag. She has a a, a very beautiful career ahead of her. I'm sure. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I see what you're saying about packaging all that together, but I don't know something about it for me. It just seems like. Mm, like it, it, it took away a victory for me. You know what I'm saying? It took away a victory. Yeah. Because I thought, okay, you know, now people are starting to crack the code. You know, we, we can move forward now, you know, mind you, this is a week after billboard announced um, it's getting rid of, you know, what is it? The reggae charts or is it dance hall? Um, they don't have dance hall. Charts. Right. So it'll be, yeah, you know, reggae. yeah, the reggae chart done because it's not a substantially enough because Billboard, you know, before all this streaming stuff dealt with strictly sales. Like there's no, yeah, you know, there's no covering that up. So that's kind of like if your company's on a stock market and your valuation is irrelevant. So it gets knocked off of the stock market, basically. Right. But I mean, yeah, no, you're right. And it's being replaced with Afrobeat, right? That Afrobeat chart is being um, implemented in place of the reggae chart. <clears throat> so, you know, just an additional slap in the face right there, if you will. <laughs> Nothing against Afrobeat, but you know what I mean? We've, we've kind of, we've seen this coming. <clears throat> we've seen it coming for a few years now. And, um, but to what you were just saying, you know, if you like back in the day, when there was no streaming, mm-hmm. I think record companies still did stuff like this. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, in, in the a, United States, like yeah. you would put out a different version of the album that they could do. They could have done the same thing that has the popular tracks from the EP, and therefore the total sales of the album would have to include all those numbers. You yeah, yeah. I got so, that. So that's just, in my opinion, is about. And I saw somebody. Um, Somebody commented and said this. It's about understanding the United States market and, you know what I'm saying, business of music. It's just a different animal. Um, mm-hmm. And same thing with the UK. You know, they've done certain things to target the UK, which is why, you know, the success that she's seen over there, having gold and silver records. Yeah. Plus the UK is, it's not a perilous market for reggae. You know what I mean? 
Like there's so much interchangeable culture in the UK. You know, UK is a, pl- a place where Afrobeat and reggae and all types of other genres can live because most of the population is, you know, taking in that music. You know, if you look at some of the older sound systems that are still playing over there, you know, like all the stepper stuff and the ska stuff and all that stuff. You know, if you look at the crowd, you know, it's a very young crowd. You know, the music is still growing. You know, that's not the case in yeah. the U.S. and maybe not even in the Caribbean. Yeah, it's definitely a very diverse crowd. You know, you look in the crowd in the U.K. as well. Um, all these festivals, like super multicultural and you know, people from all over, or at least they look from that. They look like they're from all over, and they may be from the same part of town or whatever. Who knows? Yeah. So yeah, that's just uh, some facts. You know what I mean? With our opinions to follow up on the sales. You know what I'm saying? If there's anything of note, we will definitely keep you abreast of it on future shows. Um, let's jump into some of the comments. Mm-hmm. First of all, shouts out to all the listeners. And um, even if you don't listen and you just interact on social media, because that's what you do, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for for that, <laughs> for being a part of uh, the experience as well. You want to um, you want to read that that one, that first one? Uh, yeah, sure. Excuse my reading. I don't have my glasses on <laughs> and I'm kind of tired. All right. Um, I don't even know. All right. I'm not even going to read this person's at. Um, What's the post? Okay, so the post was from a regular lover podcast account, um, and basic, basically, it was referring to the episode that we just did with um, ideas for for artists. What is it artists to do um, different ideas? Ways reggae artists um, make money now? Okay. So yeah. that was the post and it was commenting the 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 caption was commenting on the reason why we spoke uh chose coffee. Sorry, I keep stumbling over my words. I'm tired. All right, the reason why we uh t- uh chose coffee um for reasons that we just mentioned, you know, over 200k in sales um in the first week and that, you know, targeting multiple segments of the globe and all that stuff, okay? Um, this person commented or left a comment underneath that is where were you when Alkaline was putting out his album? Why is it people acting so concerned about reggae slash dance hall when people who claim claims, I'll, I'll correct that claim to be the ones with knowledge are so biased. If you're going to want the mass to listen and respect you and your platform, you most certainly have to represent the mass. But if you're not for the mass, don't be a hypocrite and act act like you are. This is where the problem lies. I'm sorry, it's very small. (laughs) I need my glasses. And then you guys blame fans who are doing their job, not coming at you, but the name of your page says it all. Also not asking for side picking, just do your job fairly and stop moving the goalposts to please the ones you love. Bless up. Right. Yeah, and some some people definitely agreed with that sentiment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, 
Well, you, you can react to that first, Agard, you know. Um, yeah, so there's a lot to unpack here. Um, where, where were we when Alkaline was putting out his album? Uh, I'll address that along with the bias statement. So me personally, I'm not going to talk for Khalil, but I'm of a certain age, you know, and we have a platform where um, we, yeah, the name says it all, reggae lover. You know, it doesn't say reggae news. I'm not, we're not a news organization. It doesn't say reggae government. You know, it doesn't say reggae industry. It says reggae lover. Okay. I'm a man of a certain age and I have certain biases. You know, and that comes up, it's my opinion. You know, and basically every, every show or most of the shows that we do, we say that at the beginning, this is just our opinion, you know. Um, Alkaline, to me, he's a decent artist, but I'm not a fan of his. You know what I mean? So if I, if I decide I don't want to talk about Alkaline's album release, then so be it. Um, yeah, we don't owe anybody anything, you know, this this platform is free for anybody to listen to. If you choose to be on a platform where you pay for no advertisements or less advertisement, that's on you. <laughs> but, you know, I work every day and I could come on here and say anything that I want. In terms of bias, yes, I, I have biases. Um, in, in, in terms of hypocrisy, I really don't get what, what he's saying. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Like, to me, a hypocrite is somebody who says one thing and does another. And, you know, talking about moving the goalpost, you know, we, we, we don't decide what the goalpost is. You know, we, we for me, I get up here, I say my opinion, and we just read off a bunch of album sales. You know, um, the marquee new act in our industry just released an album and um, the units that were moved without all that stuff done in the UK is insignificant. Alkaline, although he leads the pack in quote unquote pure album sales, does not move the needle. As a matter of fact, every single artist right now that claims to be a reggae act, dance hall act or whatever you know, um, hasn't moved the needle so much so that Billboard magazine said that they will not count um, the reggae charts anymore. So I, I haven't moved any needle. I comment on basically what's going on in the industry and it's sad, you know, um, and I don't, the things that I, that I say here, my loved ones, I don't know if they listen to it or not. <laughs> And tell you the truth, like I, I really don't care. It's, Khalil and I get here, get up here, and we are one hundred percent ourselves. We don't try to influence anybody. You know, all we do is say our opinions and what our experiences have been, and that's it. You know, um, thanks for the comment. Thank you for um, sharing that energy. <laughs> you know, because it allowed me to just reflect on a few things, and it's like. No, I don't think we're hypocrites at all. I think we just get up here and say what we want to say, and we we ha we have no pony in the race, you know. Uh, okay, I like certain artists better than other artists. So what, <laughs> you know? I have nothing yeah. to do with their careers. You know, I'm not going to make or break their careers. It's this is for entertainment for for people who are like minded, 
Or, you know, if you want to keep on listening and be angry at us, you know, if that's entertaining to you, then by all means. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well said, man. You know, I think that um, this really sounded like a someone who really loves Alkaline and they want Alkaline to get, I don't know, coverage, accolades, something like that. Um, we had an episode a couple of seasons ago called Choose Your Own Experience, mm-hmm. where, we, you know, we kind of talked about this, right? We talked about going where you want to go and listening to what you want to listen to. Um, this show has very much been around, you know, me as a selector in the beginning, playing music that I loved, that I wanted to share, different mixes. You understand when I started to promote events, you know, of my own, same thing, you know, we promoted events around the music that we love. And now that we have the platform and we're talking, we're talking about what we love. Reggae lover, we talk about what we love. It's doing it for no other reason than love. So, you know what I'm saying? This is why Alkaline just got a mention. You know, like like Agard said, he, he led the pack in terms of first week sales in the last two years. Good for you, bro. Um, did I purchase Alkaline's album? At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co album and stream it and listen to it no so why would i go and review it and talk about it if it's not something that i'm consuming myself that would be hypocritical <laughs> wouldn't that be a hypocrite of me if i was to sit up here and talk about something that i don't even consume no um anyhow thank you for the comment you closed off with a bless up so bless up back to you. <laughs> yeah and i'll i'll just add this um i'm all for discourse everybody doesn't have to agree with me and i think there are some people out there that mistakenly believe that if somebody is of a different opinion than them that they are hating or you know they want you to be like them or they want trying to change you dude if anybody outside of you has that much control over your emotions and how you feel about something then you need to just, you know, d- dive a little deeper because, you know, even Khalil and I, we don't agree on everything. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of stuff we don't agree on, but it's like, all right, he has the 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 freedom to feel how he feels and it doesn't affect me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if you feel somebody's opinion affects you, you know, uh, I think you should definitely, you know, try to deal with your emotions. You know, that that's what I would try to convince you of. You know what I mean? Just look into some emotional development. <laughs> wow. You know, that's, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's me being me. I'm not going to be a hypocrite here. <laughs> yeah. 
I hear you, man. Love who you love, people. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but you know, if they're not being talked about, you can't be mad at the people who are not talking about them. Yeah. Sometimes you get more bees with honey. That's the wrong energy. Hey, (laughs) how? What what about alkaline? Oh, what about alkaline? Tell me more. Yep. So another comment. This one is from its lesson, and that's uh, the Brian Cox's team. And I'm saying um, the Vault, the Vault Classics podcast. Um, so he commented that the Wally slash buyout rhythm phase from like O two to O three was the peak era for dance hall. Those were his college days. Yeah, totally agree. Totally agree with that. You know what I'm saying? That's when uh, that's when it peaked. And ever since, there's been a gradual, and maybe now not so gradual anymore, drop off. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I, I I don't get that far into the analysis, but I, I'll, uh, I'll agree with you guys. Yeah, man. Um, Glendon Codling from YouTube. This is on our Tribute to Robbie episode. Mm-hmm. Um, he commented it was Peter Tosh that introduced Robbie to the world of music. Nice. Thank you for the comment. You know what I'm saying? That's what this is about, man. It's about sharing and, um, you know, breaking bread. Each one, teach one. We talk about what we love, man. So I'm definitely interested in learning a lot more about our favorite artists and musicians and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? That, that, this is what it's all about for me. So, yo, speaking of that, know more than what we cover, please, you know, what I'm saying hit us up and, and share. I was listening to some audio recently and uh, Tech Nine was playing. And uh, basically, he says, You might know this. I didn't know this that Fenton Moja is the son of, you know, who? Mm-mm. Damn, now the name escapes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, yo, brethren, why I just had the name Jacob Miller. Oh, for real? So he, he, that's what tech nine said. So he had him sing over some Jacob Miller tunes on dub. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. I never know. Yeah. Just remind me a little tidbit. Yo, and while we talk about, you know, while you mentioned the legend Jacob Miller, man, I, I want to say, you know, condolences to the Morgan Heritage family. Mm-hmm. I'm saying rest in peace to the elder, um, rest Denroy Morgan. Also rest in peace to Tabby Diamond and the other Diamond member who passed on just days after Tabby passed. I mean... Very, very, very sad news to, you know, once again in the reggae community. So, you know what I'm saying? Definitely love and light to all the fans and, and friends, supporters and family and loved one and everything. Yeah, man. I was listening. I've, I've been listening to a lot of Mighty Diamond mixes, you know, during the day, the past week. Yeah. Yeah, man. Crucial group, yo. Crucial group. Quintessential, definitive, iconic, all them words, mm-hmm. all of that. <laughs> for real um all right this comment was on the best not okay this is throwback best non-jamaican reggae artist this was a mix that i did um with a brief you know like monologue running through the artists and some history on them in the in the show notes mm-hmm. um Jaro said where is nacio fontaine brethren i want to tell you say 
I start doing research and look, and I never find out <laughs> where is Nacio Fuente. Um, so this artist was, he was born in the island of Dominica um, to like a Carib Indian mom and a father of, you know, African descent. And um, yeah, one of the greatest reggae singers, crazy catalog of music, global, you know, international reggae music. But I have no idea where he is till today. So if anybody out there knows where Nacio Fontaine is, let us know, please <laughs> hit us up. I wasn't able to find that out. There's a lot of them like that. Yep. Where are they now? Comment on Massacre 438 review from Corey Williams. Massacre hashtag 348 album is the best album since Bob Marley legend. Okay. He goes on to say, (laughs) he goes on Massacre 438 album is the only dancehall album to spend seven consecutive weeks on in the Billboard top 10 in the last 10 years. So, you know what I mean? You went digging into the stats. This is a true uh, Massacre fan, obviously, which is cool. Um, and he goes on to say, and the, st- the, st- the story song was an eight-year-old song. Get this. And he added part three for the album. Hmm. Not many artists can do that. Interesting. Nice. I like that little tidbit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I said, this is what it's all about. Yeah. So hats off to Massacre and thank you, Corey, for that info right now. Well, I seem to di- I, I disagree with his statement about the best album since Bob Marley. However, it is a great, great, good, good album. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to call him biased or a hypocrite or anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's entitled to his opinion. Yeah, man, though. enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? And he'll probably be enjoying it for years to come. So, right. Well, that's how obviously we did review the album here and we did big it up so you know but that that's a good uh a good way to you know represent for your favorite artists mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying drop some facts not just you know your emotions oh <laughs> uh, man the mango facts yo i don't care you know you know what facts. emotions though they're fine. Just don't call people hypocrites and bias. And I don't know. <sighs> it's all right, man. I understand. I understand the space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, very, these are the very, common. Very. These are common dancehall themes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it only makes sense. It goes with the territory. <laughs> he left out backbiter and bad mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, another comment on the same episode from Senid, uh, good vibes, exclamation mark. A big up Senid, always supporting for years. You know what I mean? Okay, the Clash Selectors post. Leon Davis. Okay, this one said, Did that fool say he don't rate Trooper? <laughs> With a bunch of uh, rolling on the floor, crying, laughing faces. What a prat. Yes. Um, Thanks for the comment. I'm a Prento you know I mean? too, not just a Pratt. <laughs> Yo, you know, and then once you go in the sound class space, you already know. No, no feelings on the, on. You any know of what these. though? <laughs> you know, I I, I got to respect. Everybody has their selector. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even. He called me a fool. That's okay. I understand. See the sound class thing. I get it. It's a safe space. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Well, shout out all to right. all the Ricky Trooper fans, you know? 
Yeah, Trooper's still popping up on the timeline for you know, still doing. It's up to his shenanigans. Who who, who you said who who wrote that? Uh, Leon Davis. Yo, Leon, I think I think Sky Juice is better than Trooper. <laughs> See that? Drop the hammer. Um, also on that one, Natalie Hakeem, my all-time favorite squingy moment, LP versus Bass Odyssey, Chun for Chun. LPMC says they can play 5D Brown for every one of Odyssey, and Squinchy calls them out and drops one, telling LP to play five, LOL. <laughs> yo, that's like the shot that was heard around the world, yo. Where were you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I remember listening to that. I was like... <sighs> Yo, you know what? That was a memorable moment. I feel like even though they that's what caused them to lose that dance, it's such a memorable moment, you know, that like it's a moment like that that adds to the, the legacy um and infant that was stereofish, right? Yeah. It was. Yeah, the, the infamy and, and legacy of stereofish. You know, he's always always gotta be mentioned when you talk about MCs from New York City or from the US. You understand? Because yeah, many I mean, a, he's right up there. Many a selector have learned from that mistake. But <laughs> you know what? I, I heard others do similar things. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was interesting. I wonder what the you know the conversation was like in the ride home. You know what I mean? I like mean, plus the, the Puma, Puma and Stereo Fish in the locker room, like yo. <laughs> and if I remember correctly, they tried they tried to do it. I know they played at least three or something. Yeah. Yeah, they popped down really quickly but after that. Thanks for the comment, Natalie. Don't know. Real, real um, cassette head right there or real song clash head. Mm-hmm. But know what I'm thinking there. Uh, also, Keith Johnson said the general Pink Panther, the greatest of all of them. What he has accomplished with his limited resources is a testament to the greatness of the man. Imagine if he was stacked like the other selectors he faced. Mm. I don't even know what to say about that. Yo, it's an argument. You know, he, he's on, if I remember correctly, he was on the top five that we did. Um, was he on yours? So, or was he, he, he must have been on mine as well. Must have been. I got to pull this up. I don't even remember. Yeah. Just, you know, because, you know, that, that can change depending on, uh, what, the day of the week? No, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I also think Sky Juice is better than Panther. <laughs> Damn, son. Hold I'm on, starting trouble. This, I'm starting trouble. Did don't you, mind me. Did you, uh, did you uh, listen to 1993 or something? Or is... Listen to 1993? Was yeah. Sky Juice there? Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah, I thought it was. I know I saw Oliver. I thought it was Oliver. Um, yo, Aquaman, Sky Juice, and then it was like Claude from Afrique. Irish and Chin, yeah, you know, y'all need to fix the audio, the audio situation. Well, I mean, talk about that. I just, I don't know. I'm just uh, in Sky Juice appreciation mode, you know? Okay, your top five was Squingy, Panther, Mataran, Lynx, and Sammy T. Okay. So my top five did not have Panther. I had Trooper, Squingy, Mataran, Lynx, and Radigan. So just to recap that <laughs> real quick. 
So yeah, you man. didn't have the money at top five. You never put Sky Juice and all you no, want no, to no, 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 Sky no, no. Juice. I'm, you I'm know messing what? with people. You are a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe Sky, Sky Juice was in my honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the man I said, Panther, the greatest of all. Yo, he I can't could be argue right, with man. that. I can't argue with that. That made me think when he said, you know what I'm saying, if he was stacked like the other selectors he faced. I mean, if, if Panther had like all the tunes, all the dubs, all the artists, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. At the beginning of his career, you know, yeah, he, he made, man, he made le- lemonade out of lemons for real. <laughs> Word. Yo, you know what, though? Panther's better than Trooper. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, he was on my top five. All right, all right. Right. Let's ca- let's continue. I'm not okay. I'm not, George I'm, Blake. I'm not having you know good radio etiquette. George Blake on that same thread. Good conversation. Uh, great job. Keep it up. Thank you. Um, and then finally, the top five dancehall sound systems of all time. Hmm. And that was an interesting one because this comment um, on reggaelover.com from Kent Roy. And Kent Roy says, man, really have two Brooklyn sound as top five sound system of all time? Question mark. Joking this. LOL. And then he comments a second time on the same one. Top five selectors of all time. And Radigan name a call. LOL. Sammy T. Oh, you know, this is on the class selectors. I'm sorry. Sammy T, question mark, LOL. Panther, question mark, LOL. But Danny Dredd, Babyface, Johnny Guard, don't name, call, uh, name don't call, question mark. Pink Panther equal easy top 10 Mike Man. Arguably top five. Selector, question mark, Nosa. And then Radigan isn't top five selector or Mike Man, no time. Okay. So very opinionated, you know, I like the fact that he named some people who he thought were, you know, uh, would be top five selectors and he named some greats, Danny Dredd, Babyface, Johnny Guard. You know what I mean? And I, I get the whole argument. I think, I think you know, he Mike took Man it. Yeah. He took it literally. S- yeah. Very, very literally. I mean, we could, we could very split literally. it up, you know, MC versus selector. Right. I think we could split it up all kinds of ways. You know what I'm saying? We could do separate solo versus, you know, sound system teams. And we could segment it country to country, town and country, continent, where you want. You understand? But that's not what we did, son. (laughs) So we just made one list, bro. And these are the names that, um, you know, their names you know, are the names that you call. So that's why we call those names. Now, if you want to talk just selector, yeah, that'll be a different list. You know what I mean? That'll be a different list. So maybe we, maybe we'll have to do that list, yo. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to seem random, but I was listening to, uh, what is it? Early 2000s, Addie's alongside Stone Love turned into a little clash, you know? Shout out to Nico mm-hmm. Bambam for trying to take Stone Love back into the Clash Arena, yo. I believe that's yeah. why I got fired. <laughs> yeah, yo, I need to find... I need some Nico audio right now, actually. Yeah, man, Nico... Yeah, yeah. big up Nico Bam Bam. Yeah, man, because I heard uh, 
you know, the Koslata audio. I, you know, I saw like a little Stone Love, you know what I mean, audio, and I checked it out, and then it was like, Billy Slaughter. I was like, what? The still a guan? <laughs> I thought I could have sworn he left the sound or something like that, but I guess that can't happen. No, man. Till the end. Slaughter, G-Fuss, the man Oh, uh, boy. So, yeah, that those are the ones that I wanted to do today. You know, we'll do this again the next time. Shouts out to the listeners that been with us, supporting, and, you know, feel free to comment, man. We'll definitely include you in, in the show on the live if it's a good comment. And, um, yeah. Yeah, man. And, yo, if you want to show some hate, just buy a T-shirt or something. Then I'll accept it all. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, honestly, you know, my, my real thought again was, hey, if you uh, really love an artist, take a listen to the shows where we talk about the business of music and we're giving ideas on ways to make money and stuff like that. Because that's what it's for. Yeah, man. You know I'm saying take some information and deliver it to your favorite artists and then maybe that'll help them to get the love that you feel they should get. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. And, and tell you the truth at this point, I feel old. I'm a little bit out of touch. So, you know, there's some artists that people really love that not my cup of tea, you know? Yeah, man. That's been, a, that's not new. <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah, I ain't one of those 40 something year old men trying to be in the dance, you know, doing nowadays things, you know? Right. Nah. Yeah, man, I was about to name some dances, but I can't even do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is it Puppy Tail or, or something? I don't know, yeah. man. <laughs> Dirt and bird and all them something. Rifle. Yeah. But yo, yeah, yeah yo, speaking of that, yo, big up, you know what I'm saying, Liko Shaba, because yo, he's a link, yo. You know what I'm saying? From the old and new, big up Naj Supreme, Emperor Crew. You know what I'm saying? Big up Kingpin, Nico Glock, you know. It's people like that that's keeping me in tune with, you know, Wagwan. And big up, you know what I'm saying, Blunt Posse. Word. Yeah. New t- newness. Yeah, newness. Man. Seeing and upon the artist tip, uh, shouts out to Protege, you know what I'm saying? Cause I don't mind uh, I mastermind enough things where I see a guan, yo. For real. Yeah man. So salute to the general and yeah man, some dedication to regular lovers worldwide. Let's keep the conversation going until next time. Yeah man. Bless Stay up. Stay safe. Peace. Peace. If you're interested in a sponsorship or donation, please email info at regulover.com. Follow us on Instagram at Regular Podcast. Like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Regular Podcast. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.